My name is Matt Brown. What your love? Give me your love. Thank you, Jennifer. Give me your love. Give me your love. Give me no, your love. No, no, we're not no. going to give you any love. <laughs> it's a terrible audition. And let's start the show. Heavy. And a little more locatelli. Why not? Take care, brush your head. Gentlemen and people alike, the world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Monday, September 19th, 2022. We're going to start the week off right with an incredible episode of this podcast for each and every single one of you. Before we do that, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdConvoPod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations to check out our reels on Facebook and YouTube as well. Thank you to Dolo for making all of this possible. So it is a Monday in mid-September. The fall is about to really take a hold of us, at least in the Northeast. It is cool weather. It is chill vibes. It is everything you want in the fall. And then some. So a little break from the NFL action, and we will have that all covered for you on Wednesday with Alex and Brian coming back to review week two. So this episode is one of our traditional episodes, having a productive conversation with somebody. And Stephen Casaluna's great friend of the show, comes back for this Monday's episode. And it is quite wholesome, everybody. We really, really, really get in there. And in this wholesome, maybe even emotional episode, we talk about aging and the years going by on us, our problems with our jobs in the past, and trying to make something of our careers. I get pretty, pretty honest about what I've been dealing with my life at the moment as I'm just trying to find some better source of income and a better job and keep my career going. So I get really honest with that. I mean, I get honest with Uber and Uber Eats and interviewing, you know, getting through shit once and for all. And we also have some other fulfilling topics to talk about, like mental health fulfillment and red flags and dating. People getting married in their 20s and has and as we are seeing our friends getting married, how we think that's either a great idea or an absolute disaster. I mean, we really have some fun with it. This is one of my favorite shows in the past few months, and you'll see why once we soak it all in. So here we go once again. Steven Casalunas for the third time. Welcome back. Let's get into it once again. Here's an incredible episode of this podcast here we go. This is a very productive conversation. It's simple. One of my favorite people in the world is back. We've happened to do this on three Septembers in a row. We'll keep the tradition going. Man, it's funny. We see him keep rising and rising up in his career, personality and all that. And he's back once again to have some fun as always. Steven Casalunas, dude, great to see you, bro. Welcome back once again. How are we doing, my friend? Can't complain, man. I got this. Uh, oh, my God. I just saw a crazy play in the Chiefs and Chargers game. Yeah, I got it on, it on in like the, the one. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh. So we're doing pretty good. I got so right now. This is a very uh, on top of a personal matchup. Uh, mm-hmm. First shout out, fuck you, Jackson. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, not only that, but uh, I got Herbert and Mahomes in fantasy. So this is just uh, this is an all out all out watch fest for me over here. How you doing, Maddie B? Oh man, can't complain as going in here. Just so happy to see you. I really am. And you know, just rising with this man. show, trying to get some cash otherwise, and all that in between. What about you? Well, first off, I gotta say, amazing anchorman poster behind you. I, oh, I have to say, shout out Ron this- Burgundy. Yep, 60% of the time it works all the time. You gotta love it. <laughs> Great movie. Shout it out to really that is. Never, it's never dull. That's an all, ultimate movie you watch on c- cable. I have the DVD, but I, it's obsolete at this point. But so just watch it on a <laughs> streaming service. And I got this on one Christmas as I'm in this, uh, I'm in my uh, parents' home for this one. And okay. uh, um, yeah, they gave me one Christmas. I brought it was in my original Hartford dorm. And oh, I figured yeah? bring it with me. And he's been uh, here ever since. 160, you'll be 165 shows later. But he's still here rocking and it's soon, a lot more than one. <laughs> thank you. Right, right. Soon <laughs> this is all gonna be gone soon. I have to uh move all this very soon before you know it, but um, I'm taking all these hundreds of pictures with me or put them somewhere or the other as we keep making our new where studios. Are you, um, in where are you living now? So you right now, right? right now, whoops. Get that mic there. Um, mm-hmm. I live in Jersey City right now. Ruiz with the famous Sam Chari and uh, right. rock and roll in there. And sometimes I've just been stopping by Norwalk for various things like I have. Yeah. I um, was here for my mother's birthday. And uh, nice. that's why I've been here. And I stayed a couple weeks while still working. And then I go back to Jersey as we record this tomorrow. And um, gotcha. nice. probably come back, stop by in October Get the I'll have real. to come visit you in Jersey City sometime, man. I'll have to come say hi to Sam. Please do. A little bit. Yeah. Oh, man, it's a lot of fun. You know, it really isn't as hard to get to from Connecticut than others. It, um, train or car, just the stupid tolls. But um, yeah. I've done it so yeah. many times. I've the, the quick, the most efficient way, take that tap and Z. It's only a $5 toll. And the mileage by it evens out. You go over the George Washington, it costs you sixteen dollars. You don't want yeah. that. And but if you take yeah. the tap and see, and with the amount of traffic and congestion there, and if you just take a straight, pretty much the traffic's always moving in the tap and see. You're there, and um, it's a good good time and good vibe. And we're close to New York and and all of that. I, and I really do. I Jersey has really taught me how to uh, to be humble. I've, I've learned a That's lot good. of lessons from living in New Jersey. That's good. That's a part of life, though, isn't it? Especially at the age we're at. Oh, yeah. I, uh, you know, it's, it's the, the years learning. really are starting to. I mean, we still have a law. We're still extremely young. I, I'm not, I have this debate with people and they say, oh, I'm a young, I'm so old at 27, not even close. I say I'm old when I'm 50. Um, I get it. I get, I, I get both sides. I yeah, get that's, both sides. that is, I feel fair. like I'm like 60. I feel like I'm 60, but I'll mm-hmm. say at the same time, though, like 
like you said, I think you were going along the lines of like the years start to blend together when you're working all the time. It's just, it's crazy, man. Like life moves so fast, you know? Um, but especially the last few years have been just crazy since like, you know, the, I think everyone uses COVID, you know, like 2020 is like a, a like checkpoint, like, a, okay, let's start here. Life then, before yeah, and after. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, um, I got to say, I think like 2020, 2021, I can say for myself were like the hardest years. They were, especially 2021 for me was like, but now 2022, it's been a, it's been a really good year That's for me personally. I, I, have, I have to say it's been the best year of my life. I can't complain. Happy oh, to be you where earned I'm at. It. You earned it. You earned some good luck and good vibes. You really do. Appreciate it, that. Man. You know, it's really weird to say I'm still living in it. 2022. I'm one of the best lessons I've learned. You enjoy your life. You enjoy your life no matter what circumstances. And I've just been through a few different jobs in 2022. Yeah, my, my lively job. I actually said it, but fuck it. But um, my production <laughs> job was not what I expected. Yeah, and I remember that. You had yeah. a weird experience with that. That was you that was a funny experience. Yeah. So what basically happened? When I got laid off in the pandemic and you go pretty much the full, just about two years being unemployed, I get a job in my field. I get hired full time. They literally said, this is a full time job. Yeah. In the spring. Then they were worried about COVID. All right, we're going to put you part time. But in a few months, we should get you full. That's But that's funny. Immediately, though, don't you get a weird reaction because you were hired after COVID, right? One thousand percent after after the the you know not i mean we're still dealing with covid but after the whole the explosion of it right so you were hired after and then they got worried and made you dude i had a similar experience Mm -hmm. my job they they uh cut uh about like almost half the employees pay in half jesus they cut half our play and half our pay in half and then they forced us to essentially work overtime so i was told to work 50 hours a week and I was getting paid for 16. Oh, it was actually soul, illegal, bro. It was actually, it was literally illegal. And I like brought this up to other people and they were like, yeah, like that's literally like I could, I could have gone down the league. Right. I literally could have gone down the legal route and long story short, I, I just, I did what I had to do. At one point I was like working 50 hours a week for them, making mm-hmm. shit money. Like I was living off 16 hours a week not now what i do so i work at collins aerospace now and i i love my job dude i make more money now on one paycheck than i did in a month at my last job like it's lit like the the change in my life was literally that drastic with that and uh i quit my last job i quit because they dude they were totally disrespecting me they cut Mm -hmm. the pay all this stuff and they were like they basically like deal with it like one guy, he said the craziest stuff to me. I won't get fully into it, but I literally was like, I'm not. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Like, why, why am I here? Why am I here? I, I did the math, bro. I did the math. So after they cut my pay, I, I go, I can work at the McDonald's across the street and make mm-hmm. more uh, per hour by a dollar if I leave this job. And I'm like, I'm killing myself. I hate this shit. I'm mm-hmm. like, where is this taking me? Like... And, and so I ended up quitting that job 
a week before I even found out that I got the Collins job because I was number one, that confident. And number two, I was like, this isn't worth it. Like no matter what, I can't be here. Like, and having that mindset is like so important. And I realized like that was a lesson I learned this year was like, I went 110%. Like I'm getting this job. Like when you leave yourself, no other option, you, you have, like, you have to do it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I-, I had to get it. So I went all in, like I had a presentation for them. It was like an hour and a half, just me talking to like 19 people who I've never met in a, in a conference room and on zoom, there's people in India Oh my on this goodness. call. I know I'm, I'm nervous as hell. I'm sweating. I got a suit on, I'm sweating on my suit. But like, I, I did it, you know, I did it. And like, you, it's one of those moments where it's like, holy shit. Like, I remember I left that interview. It's at like 10 a.m. And I, I get back to my apartment. It's like noon. And I took like a shot of tequila with my roommate and another guy. And I, I sit down and I go, fuck, I got to work. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got to go back to work. And my brain was <laughs> On that, and this is for the, the shitty job. You had to go work for the shitty job at the time? I had, I had to go back to, yeah, I had to go back to work for oh. the shitty job. After my interview, for my fourth interview, I had four interviews for this current job that I have now at Collins. I had mm-hmm. four interviews. It took almost two months to get to get hired. And when I ended up getting hired, I, I kind of thought I would start a lot sooner than I did. So I quit a week before I got the job offer. Mm-hmm. And a funny story about that. I was walking into another job interview for another job in Springfield, Mass., And I, I got the offer. I got an email. I got the offer from Collins walking through the door to another interview. And I'm like, 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 I have nothing to lose here. (laughs) Yeah. I, I had nothing to lose and I killed it. Of course. I, cause I, I was so loose. I didn't care. I was like, I don't, I don't even need this. And I ended up getting that offer too. They, they ended up a week later, they reached out. They were like, Hey, just so you know, we really liked uh, what you had. We, we'd mm-hmm. like to extend you an offer. And I was like, I just took another job at Collins Aerospace. I'm sorry. And they were like, what are they paying you? Uh-oh. And I told them what I was making. And they were like, we'll match it. And I was Ooh. like, uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, like I, I wanted the Collins job so bad. Like, yeah. It was, the, it was the dream job. It was like, this is what I went to school for. <laughs> And that job was more of a, it was in the same field as the job I hated, but I had mm. to give myself options, you know? So oh, definitely. Bro, you don't have to feel bad for pushing guy. it away either. Oh, hell no. Hell no. I don't yeah. feel bad at all. Like, That's what I'm talking I would, about. I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, you don't feel bad. Like, don't get somebody else. Yeah, but, right. I mean, maybe I feel a little bit bad. They did take me out to eat. So, like, that was nice. I got some, like, Peruvian food. Oh, oh it's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Get some Lomo in there. Yeah, but, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not an idiot, though, man. Like, I, I think about these things, right? And it's like, okay, yeah, they took me out to dinner. They were going to pay me the same amount that I'm making here. They were going to work me to death, bro. Like, when I went to that interview. Bullshit. Right, I, it is. And, and you know... A lot of people, I think, our age don't really understand how serious like a salary job is. Like, oh, it's yeah. like you know, you gotta you have to finish the, these tasks and like whatever amount of time. And in the current job I have now, they're very, very serious about like it's five o'clock, like the day's over. Like, and when deadlines come, so like this week, I've worked pretty much past six p.m. Mm-hmm. almost every day, and that's not typical. 
but I don't feel like I'm forced to number one. So it makes me like, all right, like this is my job. Like this is my craft. This is what I do. And it's important. You know, I'm like, dude, if I don't get it, I really look at my job. Like if I don't get it right, people can really, people can die. So it's, it's, we don't real, want that, you know, we don't want, we don't want that. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, if I got to work one extra hour to fucking get there. Okay. Like, and you notice those hours goes quick too. I don't mind the work, man. That's yeah. it's so, it's so much better now. Like, and it took so long to get there, but now that we're here, bro, it's like, it's, it's, it, that's a really, really special feeling. That, well, you uh, earned it, bro. You earned it. And, and also I wish other people would learn it too, though. Like, and I hope they earn it like I, I earlier, you know, cause I don't think a lot of our generation does. I think a lot of people struggle getting to that point, you know, just like going through the day, going through the motions, you know, and learning what actual blessings and, and stuff are and like what the value is of having some cash and not having certain stresses that other people have and enjoying yeah. your own company while you do it as well. And being your own exactly. biggest fan and holding on to the people who give you that genuine support as well. Dude, enjoying the day or at least yeah. not struggling through the day, day to day is like so important. And it's, it's such so a blessing important. when there too. Yeah, you know, right. You know, with me, with my, what happened there, right? So, yeah. um, so where, so after they turned the full-time to part-time, but I was so unemployed without my field. I really was like, I'll do it. I'll do less Ubering. Yeah. What are you going to do? There. You so, got to do what you got. I get it. You got to do what you got to do. Man. I, I figured we'd give it a, a fair few months and then part-time even became less part-time. Like went from a three day, three days a week to two days a week. And this is with the rise of inflation, rise of cost of living yeah. too. It yeah. was literally impossible. And you getting don't live true in a cheap minimum area wage. either. You don't, no. you don't live in a cheap area. Exactly. On top of it. So I, I was surprised when they, when they were shocked when I was like, I literally financially can't do this. And you, I don't see any white. I, I don't see any. Oh. I really, the way I did not yeah. get any work whatsoever. I could have, they weren't giving me anything. And I was like, am I having these honest conversations? Am I going to be a valued person you're trying to promote? Or am I just used, taking advantage of uh, as a dude who's just going to do this grunt BS something that is below my resume and like nothing right. against it, but I don't need to work for an entry level anymore. I've had five years yeah, experience in it. You're not. Yeah. Right. You know, so, you know what you know what you need. Yeah. Simple as that. You know, the, the most I contribute because people know I like to, one of my hobbies is making cocktails. So they asked me one day, will you bartend a uh, event? So I did, I did that. And, um, they had you bartend, they had you bartend a work event. Yeah. So I literally made That's these daiquiris. crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, the only thing, again, like, I'm trying to just get full time. Like, I can't believe like, I'm really battling well, I, to full time. I understand, time. but that's just crazy. It, like, it is. The, 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 like, think, think about it. Like, that's just crazy. And I remember, yeah. and trying to establish these relationships, and this was a company that, and I'll respect it because COVID sucks, but they were very COVID conscious. And, like, that's while... Good. I mean, it is good, but in the sense that we have to eventually transition into a regular world again because it's not going anywhere. So 
I'm trying to sleep. This was the first job in my entire life or probably first. What's the word I'm looking for? Long term experience, including jobs and everything where I couldn't even connect with a friend. I tried to. And like, but they just, yeah, that's tough. It, it just felt, I just felt like an outsider and making those drinks. And then, you know, I'm, I'm still trying. Right. You didn't feel like a, a part of the, that's what I'm trying to get at too. Yeah. Like just mentally, you don't feel like you're a part of the company. No, at not point. at all. You're, right. You're yeah. Right. That's and, crazy. That's crazy. And after I heard somebody who was in my exact position on another team that they were full time. So that the hours were just Tuesday and Wednesday, she got to work all five days a week remotely. He's like, you know, fuck this. This is, I'm literally wasting my time. Um, I'll get the few things I could put on a resume. And like, I, I'm barely ma- surviving and making it doing this. I might as well just focus back on. Right. I, I, dude, I, on I this. feel that when you're like killing yourself for a while and, you know, it's a blessing to be able to make the moves that we made. Like it really, really was like, I, I, I had to go into money that I had saved that I really didn't want to spend or use because at the time when I, when I quit, right. And when I quit early, I didn't realize I didn't get paid for two months because of when I started the new job. So I didn't work for six weeks. And so I'm used to getting paid um, biweekly. So I didn't get paid for two months. Yeah. And I also realized how much I needed a break because I worked my, that first job that by the way wasn't covid conscious at all i'll mm. put it that way scumbags they uh they um i started working there two weeks after i graduated so i worked there for three years straight just you know i took off i took off time in between but nothing like no vacation because covid happened yeah. and all this stuff so i was just working and i was working remote i w- would go into the office i went into the office one time I remember I went into the office one time after months of not going in my last job. Mm-hmm. I literally, they had a, uh, a Thanksgiving party and I haven't been inside with people at this point pa- past COVID in like, it was the first Thanksgiving after COVID. So I think it was 2020. If not, it was 2021. And I was still living in my parents' house. And I remember, dude, I literally had an anxiety attack at oh, my job. I know. I literally did. And, and dude, they gave me a turkey. They wanted to feed me. I donated food. And I'm in there with like all these people, a lot of them who I haven't seen in person in well over a year, almost two years. And then barely anybody who I talked to, I saw like my boss and his boss and um, all their families just like in this tiny conference room and like the entryway it was probably close to like 90 people Mm -hmm. and i haven't been inside with like people in like almost like i said almost two years especially with these guys and i'm like i walked in i was like i gotta get the hell out of here like i cannot yeah it was at the office these these people don't care if i would go anyway so what's the point they don't care they don't care they don't care if you drop dead yeah that's (laughs) It's, it's a sad, true statement, but when you feel like you're outside of this point, not respecting you enough with the pay and, yeah. and it's too like, hard. 
with the extra commuting going into the city new york city tax for my specific case and others yeah i was like essentially it was like eight dollars an hour in 2022 like when i was first interning how do you yeah yeah in living and where where you're living how the fuck are you supposed to survive? Yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have taken the apartment if I knew this was going to happen. And that's that's it was a, it was a cruel, sick joke. And, it you know, wakes, I've been like trying you said, to it humbles you, right? Like it wakes you up a little bit. It, it forces you to make decisions that like you don't want to make. And you have to, you know, right? Kaz, I really believe this podcast, the ultimate goal. And I've said this when I introduced my producer that I want this to be a media company productive nation where you have bloggers and podcasters like the ringer and like the like barstool and john boy that we are a group of people that create this content for a whole diverse audience that's where i see this going in 10 years i want to start this company right and i and i know we have a good enough pull and good enough content to make it happen that will be the best professional accomplishment I have, but getting out of this period will be the best personal accomplishment is like, wow, awesome. survived off this, this driving this stupid car and figuring out how to budget correctly. Yeah. Like that's the Patience, best man. personal uh, accomplishment while that'd be the best professional one. And we're, that's we're good great. enough. And that's the one thing that at least throughout this year of, obstacles the podcast has never stopped it's only grown more and that's really what my true passion is even i've done my and i'm still trying to get a job to have some income while you know also funding the show and do whatever i can or if people just notice in two years of consistency here growing an audience i am a great candidate in content creation and production yeah believe in yourself man and that is the biggest thing yeah and it's good enough that the work says for itself, just go on the website, ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And um, we have something cooking. And I'm thankful and still going through this year that I am pulling through with it. And then once it's finally over, it's a lifetime of giving back and paying it forward because I wouldn't be awesome. where I am without That's what it's about. many others and just the little support. And Chick-fil-A. I every single day for six dollars I get Chick Fil A sandwich. That's all I could really afford. Still could afford. Yeah, I get. But that was the extra. I find these chips that the free office chips, and that was my um, lunch. And pulling through there, I just want to donate to Chick Fil A whatever causes they do for getting me through. And and this (laughs) period is about to end soon. And where we have more comfortable income and keep growing this brand we have. Cause it's going to be a legit brand in 10 years. I'd like to say two things with kind of what you just said here, two quick things. Uh, first off, it doesn't, it suck having to choose to have to pay between rent and groceries. It's, it's very scary. Been there. <laughs> it's Been very there. scary. It's very scary. Um, uh, yeah. And the, the second thing, real quick, real quick, and then please, I, I want you to elaborate on both these things. You got it. You were saying with the, uh, uh, like, believe in yourself when this is all over. You, you'll you be out of that, like, that chapter, that trap, right? 
you'll be out of that soon when you do. But I got to say, like with my experience, man, like it's never really over, but it just gets better. And it's like, it took me three years, man. Like I'm telling you, 2019 is when my like downturn started. 2020, everyone's life fell apart. 2021, I literally just worked, went to school, kept working. In fact, I'd fall asleep in my desk, like right here, just like fall asleep. Like it was so bad. It was so unhealthy. And I'd wake up, work out to do it again. And like, it was just terrible. Like no part of it, like 2021 for me, was personally not a lot of moments. I remember being like, wow, this is great. Everything's, everything's going great. Like it really wasn't. And it's like, it, when it finally pays off, it's like, dude, like I can personally say right now, like the whole point I'm trying to make is it is so important to be your number one supporter of believing in yourself. And the most important time is when it's the hardest when your yeah. back's against the wall. And like, dude, like I literally quit my job and did not have a job. And like, I was like, I have to get this. Like I, I have to. And if I don't, I'm really fucked. <laughs> and like, I got to figure it out. Like I got, I didn't even notice my dog jumped on my bed. I don't know if you can see, see her there. Uh, yes. Definitely want to ask you about her. I definitely yeah. want to ask you about her. What's her name? Jasmine. Jasmine, um, a beautiful pup. Yeah. I call her jazzy a lot. She seems to like that. Um, <laughs> it's nice and short. Uh, one of the reasons I called her Jasmine, because now it's uh, Jazz and Kaz. Hanging out. <laughs> I'm great. trying to make a yeah, I'm trying to make like a TikTok and uh get an Instagram going for her because dude Do it. she she's so good and like speaking of content, dude, I have so much content on this freaking dog and like everywhere I go, like I, I went out earlier, I went to Duncan and literally the person who I paid goes oh my god is that a black lab can i please pet your dog my dog is leaping through the window getting pet by the the cashier at duncan that's how you know cash you're about to get some I, more attention from the females this is, this out is what here. i'm saying this is what i'm saying and then i go to the to pick up my food and this guy goes hey man cute dog no nonchalantly cute dog cute dog and i'm like thanks bro and I don't know if you can tell if she's got the gold chain on. I went there like last week and this girl's working the window. She goes, you got to get that dog in the music video, man. Like, mm-hmm. and another form you, of income. This is what I'm saying. I'm like, I've been slacking on it lately. Social media for me isn't really a, uh, exactly a forte or my specialty. I, I'm very good at math. I'm very good at math. Instagram and stuff. I, I some I post cool like stuff about like jets and stuff on Instagram and mm-hmm. like motivational oh, yes. shit. But like I don't do a whole lot of like this kind of stuff. She she's changed my life a little bit in that way, which I'm really appreciative of. But I'm like, you know, this is a route I gotta explore because I'm like, dude, I can just make videos of me walking my dog and like people are gonna go crazy. Like I my friend here the other day, he goes, People eat that shit up. <laughs> you Dude. Know, he yelled at me. Uh, I think there's laughing. some people. I think there's some people who love dogs more than the human beings. So I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm one of them, man. I mean, I, I love people. I really do. <laughs> I mean, she's she's the best. 
I got all these toys all over my floor. I got a freaking rooster here. Uh, she's she's literally laying on my bed looking at me like trying to sleep. And now she's got one of the rooster ears in her mouth. She's just so she's so good. Like I don't even have to do oh. anything. Like she's just there. Like she's so good, you know. I can't complain. She's I got her from the rescue about a month ago. Okay, I was oh. gonna ask, how did you how did you get her? So you 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 adopt? So is is it's called adopted, yeah. right? I, that's dumb. Yeah, yeah, adopt, rescue, whatever you want to call rescue. it. Same okay. Shit. Um. So there's there's a rescue slash shelter right down the street from my apartment here in Manchester, and uh, my past dog buddy, rest in peace, mm-hmm. got it right here. She lived to 15 years old, and I had oh, to wow. put her down. Yeah, I had to put her down about. A month and a half ago. Sorry about that. that was, I know you're making her proud, no. though. Oh, hell yeah. She was my best friend, bro, growing up. Got her when I was 10, made it till I was 25. That She was there. That's for a story. A, right? I mean, literally got her it's on my fundamental, love that Fundamental as it gets. Yeah, dude. Really. And you know what's crazy? She had a Marley and Me store. And then I'll tell you this real quick. Mm-hmm. The two days before she passed, she at 7 in the morning. So she's at my parents' house. And I get a call from my dad. It's like 7.30 in the morning. And he goes, guess where I just found Buddy? I go, what? And he goes, in in one of our neighbors who's like diagonal from our house, she was walking in the woods. She literally all by herself walked into the woods. And it's like one of those sad stories where it's like she knew. She didn't want anyone to see. And it was like literally Marley and me. It almost brings me to tears. It's like, damn, like. What a spe- like what a special special animal that was, you know. It's like, you know, they really they really are they are better than people in some ways. They are uh, true companions. They won't judge you. They won't push your friends. True companions. Um, really, uh, what is it? In uh, unconditional love. Just unconditional. You're love. their whole She's, life, man. That's what we are. To the best. You are their whole right. life. Right. So after she had passed, literally, I know it's quick. Dude, the next day I got fucking Jasmine the next fucking day. Mm-hmm. And this is because I was like, I've been talking about getting a dog for like months because buddy was old. She was going through her things and I was here just doing my thing. And I'm like doing my thing, doing my thing. And I'm like, you know, like I don't really want like, I felt like uh, in the, the, I won't get into it, but my whole family situation's all, all goofy like everyone mm-hmm. else's is a little bit of a mess you got that you got family uh, friends and stuff and it's like you know i could really use somebody here that's not a person yeah. you know like i could really just use like a companion straight up and dude I, I was thinking about it thinking about it and i think when i had to put buddy down i was like you know i think i can finally do it i think i had to i think that had to happen to accept that like, okay, I can now do this. Like I can move on. I thought it was right. I thought it was respectful to wait, even though it was quick. I've been thinking for months. I mean, since like April. So come August, I'm like, fuck it, let's go. So I go to Petco right down again, right down the street and across the street from the shelter, literally all within 10 minutes. (laughs) And I call the shelter and I'm there, dude, it's like five 36 o'clock on like a Tuesday. At night. And yeah, yeah, at night. And like, dude, like Petco's open for like 30 more minutes. And I call the shelter and I'm like, look, are you guys open right now? 
And I called because they didn't answer me two times earlier in the day. And I called them the day before and they didn't answer. I don't know if it was not busy or they, I, I don't know if, if it was busy, busy tone. I don't know. That's funny. I, I don't know what they it just was. Straight up right? don't want they they don't want to answer. Right, right. They don't want my business. So I go there I, or I call again. I'm at Petco, dude. When I tell you I'm spending so much money, I took two carts and filled them with dog shit. Like two shopping carts. I spent like 500 bucks. I didn't even have the dog. <laughs> I, I, like, like, they this love is you at Petco. The oh, they, oh, they love me. They, they were like, we're going to stay open for this crazy motherfucker. <laughs> so, so they were like, look, I, dude, I literally filled the shopping cart and I go, can I leave this here at the register? And they go, yeah. And I go, I need another cart. It's the, the, I, I can't fit everything in here. And they're like, all right, all right. So I go to get another cart. I fill it. And the only thing I didn't get that night was a crate because I took buddies from my parents because buddy was also a black lab. I'm like, this is perfect. Like the, the perfect size. So I went home the next day. I didn't tell my parent. I told my mom, I didn't tell my dad. I got the dog. I didn't tell him because I thought he was going to go nuts. Uh, I thought, I thought there's, no, there's a story to that. So I, I call, sorry, sorry, I'll go back. I call the rescue and I'm like, are you guys open? She goes, yeah, for like about an hour or so, you know, and I go, you got German Shepherds there? That's what I originally wanted. I wanted a German Shepherd. And this she Petco goes, does sell dogs because, like, the ones by me, they only did cats. They do, but I'm calling the rescue at Petco now. Oh, that's what it was. Right, okay, that makes right, sense. Right, right, right. Literally right across the street. And I'm like, are you guys going to be open? Because I'm buying stuff for the dog that I'm going to buy from you in, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> Can you stay open like i just i'm making sure oh, you guys are open you only you had a camera answer. crew during this i do it's cr- be on this the is dodo after a, bro this is after a, a workout this is after work i'm at <laughs> petco spending 500 bucks and then i'm going over to get the dog this is a typical day <laughs> this is this is how crazy it is so i and the lady's like yeah she goes there's somebody looking at one of the german shepherds right now she goes and i just i got a litter of um labs here too and I go, oh, you shouldn't have said that. I'll be there soon. <laughs> I'll be there soon. With this person so, who looks like they work at it, the typical pet store worker, probably look oh, bad, chill yeah. and everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think her name was like, oh, what was her name? I don't want to disrespect her at all, but she had a very like, oh, what? what? It was like maybe like ivory or like it was it was something so unique like it was a different kind of name um it was a pretty name i remember and she was so sweet and i bargained the hell out of her i bargained the hell out of her so i go there there's this really nice girl there with her mom holding jasmine what holding holding her and so i didn't pick jasmine yet so i like i said i originally went there to get the german shepherds the German shepherds were outrageous. They were like 2,600 bucks. What? That's, so that's how, much they, co- that's how so, much they cost. That's how much they cost. From a shelter. And I'm like, yo, like, I'm not paying that. Like, that's, that, like, like, that's, that's, like, that's, that's like a, a couple money. months rent right there. That's a couple months rent, brother. And I'm or like, it is rent for I'm some not... people now. <laughs> Amen. Amen to that. So I go there and I'm like, okay, well, I, I can't pay that. So this girl. 
she's holding Jasmine at the time. Now Jasmine's not named Jasmine yet, right? Mm -hmm. So she's holding her and she goes, do you want to hold her? Now, remember my mindset. I just put Buddy down. Mm -hmm. And I'm like looking at this puppy like, of course, I want to hold that dog. (laughs) And she gives me her outside of the play area, dude. Like we're, we're outside the play area where like they're designated to go see the dog, right? And dude, I'm holding Jasmine. She is licking my face, oh, licking my man. neck. I mean, messing me all up. Yeah, she's like clawing me, trying to like get on my shoulders. And I put her down and she's jumping all over me. I go on my knees. She starts jumping on my face. And the girl and the mom go, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you're in trouble. And I go, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm obviously taking this dog. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, you know, they chose, she chose wow. me, and I'm well, like, no, that's no, just that how is it some goes. good sports. Those, yeah, teams. right, right. You gotta and find them, and I don't know. Give them. Some. I gotta thank them. I gotta thank them. They, well, they we thank clearly, you on this show. They were clearly like not as serious as I was. Like, I went okay. up to the lady when I walked in, and I go, like, I'm buying a dog. Like, I, I was like, I'm leaving here. Yeah, not a animal. lot of people. I assume. They need time to there. Think. Yeah, like you're ready. And I don't know how well, many. A lot of times, I want to. I want to ask a pet store. How many actual transactions do you do? I'm curious. It's it's interesting, and I'm I'm sure the shelters or slash like the rescues are different from like say Petco or like a breeder. It yeah. depends, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, right. Buddy, buddy was actually from a breeder, and that was a whole story. That was a whole. You gotta be careful. You gotta make sure they got all the vaccines, all that stuff. Yeah, Anyways, right. you gotta be careful. So I go. I, I'm a big fan of the rescues. I think that's a really sweet thing. I think For it's sure. good. Absolutely. Um. So so I'm there in the lead. I go. How much for the lab? Right. She goes. Well, how about this? How about you tell me? And I go. Five dollars. <laughs> yeah. Well, I go. Excuse me. Like. So so you know she tells me she goes. Well, I'm supposed to sell them for. 2000 to 2500. Oh. And I said, Well, you're not going to do that today. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, How about, I don't know, 750, 800,000? You know, can we mm-hmm. play around? She goes, All right, I could sell you her for 785. And I go, Done. I go, How about two of them? straight up i was this close to getting two dogs (laughs) i was this close and she goes okay for how much and i was like 1200 she goes absolutely not she was like like, i she goes i can do like the fantasy for that price (laughs) literally a fantasy draft trading for the number one pick and 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 now i'm trying to get a second first round pick right Mm -hmm. and i would have left with this beautiful chocolate lab and I, I've only had experience with black labs and poodles at this point in my life. So now I'm like, all right, like I'm messing with another thing. I mean, it can't be that much different. So I'm like, all right, they're, they're brother and sister or they would have been sisters. So oh, that's okay. another reason I'm like, you know, I'm like, I, I don't want to split them up. You know, all these mm. things you, you think about these things when you're in the moment. Yeah. Right. And you're playing with them. And dude, she goes, how about this? She throws the brother in the playpen with me so now i'm surrounded i've got three labs running oh, all this, over this is here. this is a businesswoman here huh this is a businesswoman messing with a businessman and now we're both going back and forth and she goes i can do 
three for two thousand. Oh, and I was like, "Stop it!" Stop. I was like, "I can't do three. I was like, "That is like that is so hard." If you had and like a, boy, if you had like a girlfriend with or something, yeah. Maybe, if I had but, help, if I had yeah. help here, I don't. So I'm like, dude, that that's that's a two person job. Three of them. I mean, that's like that's yeah, like kids. You, gotta have, you have to have a house. That's like pretty kids. much. That I, I, it, that was the other side of it too. I mean, the way I even see it now with Jasmine, I'm like, you know, if I got two, I would need a new, I need a new place for sure. And I would need like a house. Like they need room to run like a designated room. Cause she, she tears this place up herself. Like she runs. And how old it's is she? Amazing. So she will be, she'll be four months and two days. Wow. She'll be four months and two days. Right. True, and so I got puppy. her true oh baby absolute baby i got her on three months so i've had her almost a month now on the 17th will be um a month i'll have her and she'll be four months so dude she's litting up my world i'm not even kidding she makes me appreciate the little moments in life that like i think a lot of people struggle with i am Mm -hmm. one of them um i'm a person too so like with my work if i can't solve something i get fucking into it like i'm like I can't leave. You know, I'm like, I need to fucking figure this out. This is going to get done. I have to fucking figure it out. Like, like I gotta <laughs> fucking do this shit, bro. Like I gotta do this shit. Like I get so into it and it's not healthy sometimes where it's like, dude, step away. And that's a very healthy way to go about a lot of difficult problems. And, you know, I have to step away because the dog has to go outside or has to walk, you know? And it's like just simple. It's so simple, but it's so important. It's one of those things where like, I hate when people say, you know, having a dog's hard. No, it's not. No, it's not. I do rocket science. That's hard. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you can't It's not hard me. to give companionship to another being. It's, it's responsibility. Yeah. It's not hard. Like, you know, like there's a difference between like something that's like complex and then something that's like, like, dude, it's like, oh, I mean, you think I want to wake up at fucking five in the morning and take the dog outside? <laughs> no, no, of course I don't. But I'll tell you, when you're waking up five, five thirty in the morning, you know, five, six days a week and you're taking the dog out. She like learns she's not having accidents. Dude, my dog doesn't have accidents and she's not even four that's months old. Like she's dude, I know like she's so smart, bro. Like she. Mm. The dogs, they want to learn. People just don't have the time and the effort. But since I'm home a lot and um, my job is like, oh, I'm so fucking grateful for where I work. I can't even begin to explain it. Like, they are so understanding. I just got off the phone today with my boss and they're doing a transition, like you said, with getting people back in the office. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I know it's going to be hard. This and that. We had a staff meeting today. And I was like, hey, I don't mind being a part of that push of getting people in. But I go, hey, you know, if I come in the office like three or four days a week, but can I do like half days? Because I go, you know, I got to I gotta take my dog out. I can't afford daycare, you know, two, three, four days a week. Like, I, I just can't afford that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't, I, I didn't really tell them I had the roommate here and I don't really want to leave that up to my roommate. Like she's my responsibility, you know? Yeah, right. And my boss goes, that's fine. That's great. And I'm like, see, there are some shit. good people it's- in corporate world, right? There really, there really are. It's hard to find. It is hard. Really to find. hard to find. It really is. I mean, like I said, it took me three years to, to find something three years of like dying 
to then get something that's like solid. And now I'm like, dude, like that's how now I feel I'm, this period of my life too. That's great. It's almost dude, over. Like it's so important, bro. It is like so important because when you have it, I like, you're like not going to let go week, of it. No, I won't let go. Dude, like I'm making great money to like learn right now. Yeah. And like, I'm like, I'm like finally contributing, producing all this shit. And so like today, like these kind of couple of days, I got to work late. You don't mind because that extra hour goes so far when it comes to like shit like this you know so again having her i mean dude she's literally sleeping like next to my pillow like it's just like it's it's just she's awesome she's awesome i can't complain and having a dog is it's awesome as wholesome (laughs) as it gets mr casalunis i mean wow what a what a true true special moment i love hearing this story and how fulfilling it is and how important it is not to give up and yeah. loving this struggle. And yeah. And, and also just learning much on the other side to give back and appreciate whether you giving back to work to give you this opportunity Yeah, whatever me, with, it is. with my parents, when I need to stay here for extra meals and stuff while I get, be- look for that better income and push through and pushing away the people who don't value you or, and you appreciate the ones who do. I mean, like, mm. Shout I love out to our that, good friend man. Sam. I don't know what I'd do without him. So it's understated roommate ever. Um, Give in him my, my best, dude. Give him my best. I gotta come by. I gotta Please come do. By I, I could text sure. you once, but uh, I could text you at the beginning of every month. Yo, Kaz, if you want to come through this month, let us know. If you want to yeah, mind that, that. If you yeah, want to mind that. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna yeah. go do it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, look, we'll figure something out. Yeah, we have a good, good place in Jersey City, even though that. God damn that that place has is in our humble years. It's it's been something else, and like I know it's Great. over. That's and good. damn, even though Uber, ugh, yeah, but that's a story for another day. But what I do, Uber's is both in that. Connecticut and that. New Jersey, and like I know that whole state, top to bottom. <laughs> yeah, you probably that. do. That now, in New York right? City, I've like I'm I'm so confident driving in New York City from all the Ubering. I don't do it anymore unless i'm in an absolute have to because i just can't trust these people they are some when people ask me what funny stories what funny stories do you have matt i literally said do it for a day you there are not funny stories there's like one every once in a while most of the people do not take uber drivers seriously never tip i get maybe once every 20 never tip yeah Um, yeah that's a hard thing they don't take it serious because that at the end and the, the last couple of times I've taken it, if I've driven like, uh, I wouldn't say maybe from like a bar all the time, but I'd say like a couple of times I've had like 30 minute trips mm-hmm. where I've gotten picked up from like the airport or something like that. Like those like really professional. And if I have a good conversation, I try to leave something what I can, you know, cause it's it, again, too, just a it's little expensive. extra help. It, it, and it, it, it's a service. And it, maintains the it's a car. service. it is. And people don't realize that. And, Uber doesn't do shit for our cars. You know, all the miles yeah. I've, I'm on my second car doing this, which is, oh man. Like, yeah. no, I can imagine it's almost in some, in some respects, is it worth it because of the, the car um, no. maintenance? No, it's not. You can't, you can't, it's, it's just to survive. You probably need, just a, hy- to survive. You probably need a hybrid. Right. I will. Can I borrow $40,000? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I didn't, I didn't say I could do it. I, I, I'm I playing. No, I know, I, I know. Thinking, no, you're 100 right. You know, I've gone to the gas station. 
I go to the gas station six times a week. Oh every my. day, six times a week. I've literally witnessed the, the oh every day. It's like paying to do your job. Yeah. And oh my God. And I'll say it doesn't make a difference whether you do it in New York, New Jersey, or Connecticut, which I've done all three. Um, it's I think people don't realize they wow. like if Uber just wow. the low wages too. You know, I did one drive. I did one drive from Newark Airport to Philadelphia, Philly. I literally went through the whole state one morning. Only it only was seventy seven dollars for eighty eight miles. No tip. To that no day, tip. I swear, if I see, I'll never forget that ugly motherfucker's face. <laughs> you made me drive <laughs> to that's Philadelphia. Dirty. That's dirty. And I picked you up from the New York, Newark, New Jersey airport. Why didn't you just go to the Philly airport? <laughs> you clearly that's, had that's enough to, to do that, but I don't right. know. But that's and why that's an it's an expensive Uber trip too. Like, you know what I mean? Like 77 bucks for like one trip. That was 77 like, to me. It, for him, it might've been, I don't know. Oh, probably over a hundred yeah. or something. At least, at least around, around. around I only that. got 77 yeah. and yeah, it's just, Wow. Is it worth Man. it? Not necessarily. Yeah, right. I, I can't. Yeah. Like people really Just think survive. it's as fun for the. I feel like the passengers think it's as fun for you when you're driving to the bar on a Saturday night. I definitely don't not, think that. I definitely is, don't think you that. You don't know who's coming <laughs> in your car either. I remember yeah, one guy so pretty much. I've said this before. I remember one guy when I drove in a very, very dangerous neighborhood in Brooklyn. And the guy pretty much admitted to. He literally said he smoked someone. And he's in my car. And I'm like, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. Um, and then I remember no, he was yelling no. at me because I wasn't going fast. I didn't know the neighborhood I'm going. So if I missed the turn, he's yelling at me. He's like, uh, this guy's pretty confident in uh in what he's saying here. So I don't know. Never such a relief when he came out of my car. You just right. don't know who's right. coming in it. And it's, yeah. it's tough because Uber drivers, since they're independent contractors, they can't unionize. And I really, if there was any way to pull it, and oh. I just have to that's interesting that's just my way to give back and just the little tips and just please just treat us more with respect it's we're not it's not it's a very it's the hardest job i've ever had it's the hardest job i will ever have and it still barely pays the bill i do like i said i i do respect that i mean that is just that's a tough gig Man, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough just, gig. Like you said, not always the safest. I mean, not in these, not not in the Northeast. Yeah, <laughs> not in the Northeast. Exactly, not, not in the Northeast. I mean, not, it's not in these parts. Not in Connecticut. The drop off places. The drop off places are dangerous. I mean, where they yeah, want me to gotta, drop yeah, you yeah, off. You, Especially, yeah, you gotta get out. I did the the Manhattan ones. Like, you have to get out. I have only a few seconds before I'm about to get destroyed. And I've got yeah. hit. Yeah, I've right. hit. there's nowhere to fucking stop. Yeah, I've got it hit. I've got it pulled over. I've got it. Every single thing a driver could go through, I've gone through. You know, I used to, um, when I was living in Westchester, I was door dashing. Mm-hmm. And I remember my worst week. My worst week. I mean, I'm telling you, bro, I've been through it all, too. I, I've been through yeah. it. Like, just trying to figure out paying the fucking bills. Bro, when I was door dashing, bro, I remember one week, I got two parking tickets yeah, in the same I, week while... Yeah, you, you get them because you just don't know. What, like, if you don't know the area, you don't know where you can stop. And I remember stopping in front of, like, a mall. Like, literally probably the Westchester Mall. Like, I'm a, I'm a retard. But, like, I fucking – I pulled over. Dude, I'm, I'm not even kidding. I was out of my car for, like, 38 seconds. I remember, like, the time on my, on my watch because I was – 
moving so fucking fast. 38 seconds and I got like a $50 park. And this guy, this some damn asshole parking dude sniping. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this guy. I'm going to get this guy. And, uh, yeah, right. And I do that happen happened to me twice me. in one week. I remember I made like 80 bucks that week from DoorDash mm-hmm. and I owed a hundred bucks and 105 <sighs> bucks in parking tickets and I owed and I had to get gas. Yeah. So I go, I literally lost like 30, like 30, 40 bucks this one week from you doing appeal? what I need to do. Of course I did. Did and I still win? said no? Because no, I also had the Connecticut license plate. I mean, I was beat. I was beat. Oh, dude, dude like, that happened. I got in a parking ticket in Norwalk. And damn, first of all, I was at Mecca Noodle. They took 30 minutes to give me my food. I go back. The guy is is right there filling it out. I was like, hey, look. Where am I also going to park? You want me to park in the middle of the street and get I'm hit? Or like and the guy was just I'm ignoring. But yeah, they don't care. They, they don't need care. to create some laws for these. And I've learned a lot of people do it and rely on it. It's them. hard too. Like, like, dude, a fifth. I was there. I'm telling you, 38 seconds. And yeah. dude, a that happened to me in Montclair. That ticket. happened to me in Montclair. Right. Same I mean, shit. bro, like, like, dude, it's expensive out there too. Like in the New Jersey, in New York, like, and it is in Connecticut too with the taxes. And it's like, dude, like. That is not cheap. Like, tolls dude, are, like are I'm door dashing, yeah, too. bro. Like, I'm door dashing. What does that tell you? It really like, is a low-key scam. I don't have money, bro. Like, I don't have money. Like, if you're... You're oh, depending God, on the kindness I, of strangers to give a good that tip. Was, that was one week, man. That was one week that just, it bit me, bro. Like, that week. I still remember. I still remember. I'm like, damn, that shit sucked. <laughs> I know. It, it sucked for me, too. What I, uh, and yeah, it I just know it'll be over. It's going to be over yeah. very soon. Yeah, it will. And yeah, it will. damn, it's just. You keep telling yourself, bro. You keep telling yourself. You, you make that goal and you just get it. Yeah, and we're still making great content, so that's why it's this podcast has been the ultimate savior. And throughout this time of struggle, I've always done shows and just proves how good and we keep growing and this brand and it's going to feel so good once we get on the other side. And and I got to say, you've been nothing but consistent, man. I got to give it to you. You've been nothing but consistent. A lot of people, you know, they get excited. They do something, they start or they don't even start. They just say the the yeah. idea because they have a spurt of dopamine and motivation for the night mm-hmm. and they're like i'm gonna do this but like dude you've been what how many years now three years you've been doing this This thing? will be the if yeah the yeah, next month will be the third year of it and your show 165 so 165 I mean, dude, hours minimum of that so it's probably yeah, about 300 I mean, yeah. hours together with the at least show. yeah i mean i know our, our first show is like two hours it was hell yeah. long like I, so like <laughs> you got you got some long you got some long um content man great stuff dude great like yeah seriously you gotta respect the uh again respect and the consistency and that's what i try to do with my my interviews now like look i if you see this resume i it's all circumstances the the pandemic and all that but you see a whole show and i that's my way to prove to you that i'm still doing my production work when you go to interviews when when you go there do you bring like you bring like your resume and stuff do you bring anything else yeah, I bring my resume. Most of them are d- through Zoom, so they have it already. But um, okay. yeah, I really much just have my references and that's kind of tough. Stuff. But yeah, the I don't Zoom really have huh? I don't really have presentation, which I would kill. I mean, I love public. You, you know, you know what I've like done. That. You know what I've done. I know you'd kill it. You, you you don't even really need a presentation. What I've done in the past, so 
do you have an iPad or a tablet or anything like that? Oh yeah, this is my my thing. Is I wrote on notes. Boom, dude. I literally in my last interview, I brought like my resume, and I was just like. Yo, I have the exact same uh, thing as you, included the. Yeah, it's uh, nice, the right? It, yeah, oh, right. I and dude, I thing. literally go, I go. Whatever you need to know about me is in this slideshow, and I like had I had like uh, Google Slides open, yeah. and I had like my thesis, my research thesis PowerPoint that I prepared here, and I had my resume, and I was like, "Talk to me." When, and when you sit, that, when you sit down and you got and like. Like I would have like maybe your website or something like something that has all your content because that shows that like, you're not just Matt Brown with a resume. You got the resume and you, you also prepared like whether you prepare a presentation or not, because if you ask me, you probably don't even need to because of all the content you have. You see what I'm saying? Like, like your presentation is the content that you've been creating for the last three fucking years. So it's like, okay, well, I'll just use that. Like, you don't need more work for yourself. And then it's like, okay, well, I mean, dude, when you walk in like that, I've killed pretty much. There's only a couple of interviews I've had where I have not gotten the job. And yeah, I'll be completely honest. I've nailed, or I've at least, and if I didn't get the job, I moved on. Like I made it to another round in the interview. Interviews are something I've taken probably too serious my whole life. Honestly, that's something that like just talking and like showing them, yeah, I'm not, I'm not an idiot. I know what I'm talking about. I present myself well and anything that you're going to ask me, I probably have right in front of me. And if I don't, I can get you that answer, but I'm not going to lie to you and bullshit. You know, like I've I, I straight I up said this. that too. And I, I want, mm-hmm. and you've given me some motivation. You're right. I just show it here. Like, look at this person Literally, who does yeah. this for, for free. So, and yeah. I know and what the so hell I'm doing. That's so much sexier than a resume. And that's so much sexier than I'm a resume. Doing this. You know what I mean? I'm taking like, your idea, bro. Yeah, dude, I'm not even, bro. I've gone into so many interviews, like with a backpack, bro. Like a dead ass backpack. And like, I had like 10 copies of my resume even if i've only used one and i just gave them one i had one in front of me and i had my ipad and i literally set it up just like that with the website and i was just like let's talk and they'll they're gonna be like what is that <laughs> why is this guy showing me a screen you know and you're because gonna be like oh, i'm this is the what I candidate do. you're looking for this is what i do and they're gonna even if it's weird you're gonna remember i think was it will ferrell was it him or some other actor? He said in every single movie gig, he brought like a stuffed toy or something like a, like a, like a duck, like literally way back. Wait, you know, when, just when you're trying to make yourself stand out for, for any interview, for any job, anything, I think it was Will Ferrell. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. I but think I heard the story a famous too. Actor. Yeah, dude, he left like a fucking, a duck on the table Keep that he it. interviewed remember for. me and, and now he's as and, legendary as it comes when and Con- they were Con- like yeah. they were like who's the fucking guy who left the duck on the table and they were like you know he's pretty funny let's bring him back and and literally it's just that they're gonna be like who's the guy who had his had a resume presentation of what the fuck matt brown's been doing for the last three years you know what I mean, though, because you have you're not just a guy who's been sitting in his room Ubering. You're not. You, you've yeah. been doing so much more than that. So show them. Literally. 
this is going to lead to a lot of great things, Kaz. I'm doing exactly yeah. that as I also grow this business. And that's one thing that I've really been inspired by after I've done like literally 200 interviews since 2020. And like, Dude, like, like that's nuts. It's so and nuts you know, a lot. If, if and it's a very weird too. industry. It's a weird industry yeah. to, to, to show that. Cause it's very nepotistic. Like I lose out to so many people Ooh, because word. of nepotism and like, I know I'm good enough to compete with all these people, especially these barstool, John Boy, Ringer, you name it, ESPN. And I put these people around me to remind me I'm just as I'm better than them. I'm in my own. You know what, bro? Don't don't compare yourself, bro. Run yeah. your own race. I am. I'm Run just in that brown brand. Yeah, you are. You're, yeah, dude. Like. I texted you. I was like, "Hey, let's let's fucking catch up. Let's do this shit." Hey, like, man, and I'm so thankful you. What does that for say? It. And we can continue it. You know, for many. You know what I would to say come. too, with the um, we will, we will, but with the Zoom, what makes it hard too? So, like, what I was saying works a lot when you're in person. With the Zoom, I what I would do is I'd still have it set up for the interviews, but I would probably like email them the presentation to or like a link to the website and be like, Hey, just so you know, a lot, like I'd send it along with my resume, you know, or like if you, you never, you know, you go on, uh, what's it called? Like when you're doing the, when you're applying to the jobs and they're like any additional documents, like you're indeed and yeah, oh, yeah, all that. the links. Yeah. All that bro fucking loaded up. Dude. And like, it sucks because it like, takes so much more time. Right. It's so annoying, but it's like, it could lead you to know, if, there, if there's a, a certain better job, part, a better like, life, a yeah. comfortability. There's a there's a certain you know I wouldn't say maybe maybe you don't do it for every job, but it's like you know maybe some of the jobs that, like you really fucking like. You're like mm. you know what, I'll take the five extra minutes and upload my link here, like wh- whatever it is, your website, your shit. I mean, bro, you upload your your presentations on what like five, six, seven different websites slash streaming services. I mean, bro, like that's that's work. Oh, we're over twenty five. I mean, the main ones obviously are Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But there's Audible, there's Transistor, there's Amazon. It's all there. That's and amazing. again, you, the website probably got stuff on there. I don't. Need, I haven't even heard of like because because again, I yeah, like listen notes. I live a totally different. <laughs> I live a totally different realm of industry. So it's like the work you do, man. I see it. And I'm not even in it. So I, I respect it. And it's, uh, dude, just like do those weird outside of the box things that get you just a little further. Cause dude, you, you've done the work, you know, you know what I mean? It's not like you have it. It's not like you need to do anything more or like different, like you've been doing it. So it's like, just, you just got to find the way to show it and the right way to show it. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Kaz. And, and thank you yeah. for taking the time for that. And, as we continue course, staying man. in touch and seeing ourselves grow some more, this is, this is a, uh, this means a lot to me. And, it's I, hope, and pleasure, I just want to give the same support back to you anytime you need it. And, and see what you're doing on this incredible, incredible work and career being an engineer and the stuff Collins is po- producing for our future. is so exciting. Mm-hmm. I hope I can learn some more along the way. You will dude. It's, it's, uh, it's been an amazing ride. Uh, I regret nothing. I would change nothing. And I'm just so blessed and happy to be where I'm at. I have nothing else to say. Same here. I'm, I'm thankful this for this period that's about to end because it's, it's it's stronger. So stronger through all these people I'll interact with for the rest of my life. 
whether they were handed or had much or were born on third base or handed their things. It doesn't matter because we're the most genuine one in the room. Can't compare. And dude, you know, yeah, no, right. You can't compare, can't compete. And it's like, dude, like when you go through those moments, like there are times, dude, I'm like struggling to get my shit done. I'm like, we all have bad days, you know, we all bad days. We all bad times. Some days are harder than others. And you know, when you're going through like all that shit and like later on in life, something happens, you're like, dude, Remember that shit I was going through 2022? Like, I, I got this, you know? Like, this is why I got that shit tatted on my arm. Like, these, this was a moment of, like, it was a real moment for me. Like, my mom, she calls me uh, she calls me a survivor. And I literally got that word tatted on me. Like, it's there. So when I, like, struggle, bro, and I look down, I'm like, oh, dude, like, I'm, I'm, I've survived long enough. Now I'm trying to live a different life where I'm thriving. Like I'm really trying to live that mindset. It's and it's harder. It's easier said than done, but I'm getting there day by day. And it's one of those things where it's like, bro, you know, you go through all that shit and you're like, this is nothing. When you still when when yeah, other things this is happen. Nothing. Like so when you're out of this shit, like and the other shit comes, you're like, this is yeah. You don't even care. And you don't even care. Heck, you're even you're starting like, it right now in, in this part. Like, right. It, it's all right. it's all soaking it in and it is making us better. And most important, it just makes us the special ones. Like at the I end of the day, when it's all too. over, yeah. I just want to yeah. be known as a special one. And as I create content with these great people and starting to grow our numbers, I want to prove that anybody has it in them to create productive conversations. That's ultimately what the show is created for. And we're only striving more with it and seeing what you do awesome. and being productive with that. It's a special ride. It's a really special awesome, ride. And, and we all got it in us. So I'm, I'm glad to be, I'm glad to be a part of it, man. Glad to be a part and of it. Glad to have you in it. Well, time to wrap up here, Cass, for a bit, but just one more thing I wanted to, uh, sure. to ask, or can I do two things real quick? Yeah, you know, let's let's ask me, ask away, ask away. Also, shout to Mike Williams touchdown in fantasy. I am thrilled there. Um, one, I was wondering, and I had this, you know, I was I was talking with my cousin. She's like my older sister. We were talking about red flags and dating, right? You know, she has someone special, which is he's awesome. I love it. I love this guy, man. So I was curious with you, just curious of other things as we do a quick 180 here. Sure. Like, if you don't mind me asking, are you single talking with anyone at the time of this podcast or just doing your thing? I'm having a great time. Awesome. Awesome. Love to hear it. Okay. Yep. So I was wondering (laughs) when it turns to, uh, in terms of like red flags and what, right. You know, now I'm at an age, we're at age, I think mid to late twenties, you know, for us, regular straight dudes. Um, I think dating's not that it's easier, but at least I think you could now know what you want, don't want, and you can easily push away any bad and negative energy. So when I just notice some, some red flags, right. Um, I think if just mostly, most of the time you meet people through apps, I mean, you can meet people elsewhere. It's the same thing, but like, when I try to, when you talk about engagement, I think it's pretty, okay. you find out right away if somebody at least is interested enough to be engaging to see 
to give you a chance to go forward. For instance, like if I match with someone on an app and this conversation is, if she, if they're not talking with me with an energy, if I'm admittingly not as interested, like now I just like cut them off. Like I unmatched them right away. Why am it's I going to have to do this? it on that? Yeah. I know it is easy to do on that. Um, but also in person, if you're talking with someone, maybe they're not showing an eye content, maybe they're not showing some smiles, maybe their body language isn't as open. Some red flags, I think, is energy matching and those vibes. And if they and you'll know it essentially right away. And if they give that energy, then you're in a good place. Don't mess it up and just take it slow. But if not, then just move on because you realize there are so many beautiful people in this world. And I think one great <laughs> fact I've learned, there's 3 billion people in this world. And if 99% of people don't like you, you still have millions of other people who would potentially be interested. I hate to do, I hate to be this guy. I think there's more like 7 billion. So, well, there you go. See, and then you have <laughs> yeah. more so millions. Th- 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 I mean, you got like 3 billion options. Yeah. Right. 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 So, I mean, we were there. We were there. Exactly. Do you do you uh, do you agree with the red flags or do you see any other ones? I no. I I think you bring up a couple of good points. Um, I think with that stuff. For me, I've kind of changed my mindset on uh, dating and just like talking to girls in general. So obviously you said straight guys. And this I mean, this can apply to anybody, really. Right. Um, for me, I've been open and honest about like what it is I'm looking for and what that person wants. So for yeah. instance, um, I'm not in anything serious, but, um, I've just been having fun and I've been meeting a lot of great women being like myself and just totally mm-hmm. like. Like I'm a 25 year old handsome stud and I'm just doing rocket science and I have a really cute dog. Yeah. And isn't that, really, isn't that a great package right there? It's, it's right. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> this, this, this is awesome. And, and on top of all of it, like, I don't need, like, I, I feel like I've, it took me till like this year to be fully confident in myself and just as a person going up to somebody, but then also like not needing anybody in order to have that happiness, mm-hmm. in order to have that, like, fulfillment. Like, I got Jasmine now. Like, Jasmine's, like, my heart. Like, you know? Like, she's yeah. my girl. That's the confidence so, right there. She won't break your right. heart like that. Hell no. Hell no. Then she won't eat. There, so, like, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's talking, like we said before, it's enjoying your own company. And that's a, attractive to people. And it is. if you're it willing is. and... Handling your own shit. Handling your shit and handling it well. Like, I, I feel like sometimes a lot of people like they'll put other people or other things um, before what it is they got to do. And I've reached a yeah, right. point where I'm like, yo, like I have all these things. Like I have to go to the gym. I have to walk my dog and feed her. I have plants. I have bills to pay. I have a very important job. I do yeah. my thesis research. Got All life. of those things, all those things have to be a part of my day every single day before I can add anything else. Yeah, that's So like key. with that mindset, right? With that mindset, it's like, wow, like- What do you have to especially, lose? What do you have to lose? Like I've said this before, there's the two most powerful or dangerous things in the world are one, a hot girl who knows she's hot and 
Number two, uh, a guy who has nothing to lose. Those are like the two, like I've, I've lived by those words and I've said them to several great people if they are listening to this this deep. Um, (laughs) So going along with this, going along with this, uh, I think you make a good point. Yeah. The energy matching is huge. I, I've made a decision. (laughs) I've made a decision. I actually got off all apps. Um, a couple of months ago, I made the decision I did. And I, I just like, I was, it worked. It didn't work. It was so on and off. And like, I felt like I was spending so much time that I didn't have on like this fucking app going, you know, going in both directions here. And I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. And at this point, I feel like, especially ever since I got Jasmine, it is so easy to talk to girls. Because they're like, this guy's not a serial killer. He's the cutest fucking puppy in the world. Yeah, you know how so, to take care of another creature. I'm going to play with it and take my pictures. And she fucking loves me. And they're <laughs> like, oh my God, you have the cutest fucking dog. And I'm like, I know. Do you want to pet her? And it's oh, like, man. yeah. It's get so, a dog. It's get, so, are you saying get a get dog? A dog. <laughs> I'm saying get a dog and get off the app, bro. That's, all, that's, that's the saying. real That's the real hinge. That's, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's been that's great. Move. It's been great. Um, it's, I'm living proof, bro. I mean, I it. it's great. Uh, and it's fun. I, I love, I love having her around. She, she lights up my world. And again, too, um, mental health for me is like a really big thing. That's yeah. something. So I'll take another 180. I had struggled with that for years and, mm-hmm. uh, going in therapy and stuff and like talking and thinking, bro, like I finally reached a point where I'm like, dude, like I'm good. Like I'm good. Like I'm good up here. I'm good in here. Like I'm taking care of myself, doing what I need to do. And a lot of the reason was because I was giving all these other people the attention and, and even respect that they didn't deserve and sacrificing my own. And you can't do that. And that's something that I learned. um, I think the hard way over the last year or so. And now where I'm at is like, I get more attention because of the respect and self-worth I have for myself. Like the girls, they respect that. They're like, wait, you like, like, I don't meet the nicest girls at the bar, dude. Because when I go, I'm a rocket scientist. They don't mm-hmm. believe me. They, <laughs> You're, like, You're like, a liar. They're, they're going to look at me. I got, I got a little dirt hoodie on. I got my ears pierced. Little, little and I'm t- like, <laughs> I, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not excited. They're like, it's like it's like when fucking the boys in Chubb Army go, oh my astronaut. It's the same shit. So I like did say, I say that, that, you know, like, I've learned that I've been on some dates where I said I'm an Uber driver, you just see the horror in their face. I was like, Well, this isn't a real one. <laughs> exactly, bro. Exactly. So so superficial. Um it is. And, and again, like I, I just I realized too with with the schedule I have and everything, I'm like, dude, I can't be on these fucking apps. And I'm not, Damn. and you know, I, I think a lot of the same mean. thing for a lot of people is like, bro, like you're, you're better than that. Like I, you yeah. can't fit my bio in, in a fucking uh, Tinder bio, bro. Like you just can't like it. You're not going to believe me. There's not enough characters and I don't have enough time to type all the characters. So I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you can't get a, establish that connection right away. And there are no. these, they're just losing out. And that's, I had that big dating pod. And I realized, wow, this is this is so stupid. How much stock I'm we put so into it? Just be like yourself. Into. 
Right. And like, I'm so good at just like thinking off the fly and like talking, like, and like in person, like you're not going to get me on an app too. And for me personally, I'm a shorter dude. So I know a lot of these girls, they got that shit set to like six foot four and up for, <laughs> for some dudes. So yeah. like for me, it's just like, you know, I, I got to get lucky with one that's like doesn't have it set. But I I have a couple of girls on like uh, Snap right now that like I met on those apps that like they were like, hey, did you did you delete your shit? Like what? That's weird. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, don't do that it. shit anymore. But like, again, like I've, like I said from the beginning, you said with the red flags, just being open, you know, before somebody gets hurt. And then also just like, you know, if ever if everyone's on the same page, you could just have fun. I mean, that's something For I real. think I struggled with um, getting to personally. I was like always all in or like always so pushy, like away. I was on both extremes where now I'm just kind of like, I'm, I'm just having a really good time. Like life's life's good. I have no plans other than what I'm taking care of. And like, it's also fun being friends with some of the people that like hang out with, you know what I mean? Like in, I guess a romantic way as well. Like it's kind of like, it's fun. Like it doesn't always have to be uh, a romantic thing or a sexual thing or like that. Like it's fun yeah. being friends. Like that's fun. Like it's, it's, it's what be friends and getting that establishment right away and understanding I won't have these feelings in my heart, you know, lustfully too and stuff like that. It is possible. It's, it's all about something choosing. it does. And like, that's yeah. great. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And it's like, dude, whatever. Again, like, we have I, billions of, we have a billions of other options if 99% don't like us. I, I think it's also to the, the stigma of like society and our age and the past generation. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I mean, my parents, my parents are like, they're, they're old, but like, they didn't meet each other. They didn't, my mom didn't get married till she was 31. She got yeah. married till she was 31. So she didn't have me for another seven years later. Right. Which is like, like my parents, they're old, but it's like, dude, I mean, I don't want to be that old, but the, the point is everyone's in such a fucking rush. You know, you, and there's still plenty of time want. at the same time, too. Yeah, you don't even know what you fucking want. I'm like, dude, I'm paying on back my student loans. You want me to like start a life with somebody? Yeah, you know like, what's funny? Like, bro, I'm like, you know, one of my best friends is getting married. He's been on the show a lot, Ryan. And, um, and if, and if it works out though, like, that's great too. I'm not saying I don't support it either. Like, like if, if you find a special somebody and it works, yeah, all the power to you. That's fucking awesome. It's just not like that for everybody. That's all. Exactly. You know? I know somebody who, you know, don't let Instagram and social media dictate how you should love and live your life. Remember, people complain oh about God, everybody's yeah, getting no, married right that. away. And between you and me, Kaz, and all the people listening, with the, the exception of a few, I see these people are not going to last in their marriage. Oh, yeah. They, no, I, this is I a great no, party instead. You know, could go. We could we could have a whole nother episode about that. <laughs> yeah, don't get pressured. These people are going to be divorced and have a huge bill and alimony because of it. Just so they could just because they felt about, whatever at the time. Why do you think 50 percent of marriages fail? Yeah. Fucking know what they were doing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think they, I I heard this. It's a fact, man. It's a sad fact. It's a sad fact. Look at it as, look at it as, this is going to be a great party. You know, like I said, Ryan, I do believe Ryan and his fiance, they will make the distance. 
and then everyone else I've seen, yeah, oh, and there's I, some other God ones. Bless them. I hope, I hope God bless do. them. I hope so too. But um, I know one person, not them. You know, they don't know what they're doing. They're our age, younger, and they're taking out a personal loan to get married. Like, come on. I mean, come on, dude. Sucks. Like, get a house. Yeah, right. You gotta know get what you're house, doing. Bro. Don't be feel rushed by society. It'll all like, come together, and right it'll be easy. So stupid. Like, that's so stupid. Like, I think, too, where I'm at is, like, I've also seen other things where I think um, sometimes the guy, when, he, when like, it's, it's time, like, he wants to propose. Or, or I mean, honestly, I, I keep saying that. I'm sorry. I was raised in an old-fashioned household. When today, whoever it is, whoever's getting married, it don't fucking matter. I believe in love is love. If you're, you're proposing to your significant other, and you're um, like, you can't afford the ring you want to get her yet. I think that's like, I've seen some things where a lot of people like they'll, they'll get the ring and then 10 years later, the husband or the significant other buys the other one. Like a fucking nice ass ring. Like those are the kinds of decisions that like go, like that's a partnership. That's an understanding. Yeah, right. That's love. That's like, okay, I'm holding you to that. You have 10 years starting now, but Yeah. Let's do it. And like, that's like, that's, that's a real, that's a, again, it's a partnership. It's not a dictatorship. It's not this and that it should be understood. And, you know, a lot of people, I mean, think about it. We don't mature fully. Our brains don't till we're 25 anyway. You're so right. like, we don't even know what the fuck's going on. Like, I and think there you go. And we'll say, we know why said it to me are... one time. My roommate, when I turned 25, he said the funniest thing to me, he goes, can you believe this? Is the most mature you're going to get. And I <laughs> laughed. <laughs> so hard i was like damn bro like i'm nutty bro like <laughs> like i'm crazy like there's like that's that's nuts <laughs> the peak starts and yeah it's like you said respect love is love no judgment but know what the fuck you want because and know what you want yeah, because exactly. you're going to change what you want probably you're dip you want you know what you want when you're 20 and it changes when you know what you want when you're 30 and yeah. but ultimately do the right thing don't get married for Instagram. Sometimes I think people literally get married for Instagram. Get the ultimate like. People likes. do a lot of things for Instagram, though. Yeah. But <laughs> again, if you really believe it, do it. If not, this was a great party, and then you're going to have a lot of, uh, you have enough bills. You don't want that alimony bill. Good luck. That's all I have to say. Good luck. Good luck. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. I don't think people fully really understand. Like a, a, a relationship alone is a real Go put work. Thing. Like it's work, it's commitment, it's time, it's effort. And like then on top of it, you add like a marriage or a kid or a dog or a house. I mean, bro, these are like real things that I don't think people sometimes fully understand the seriousness of. Yeah, right. I'll be honest, I was one of them. I was one of them. Like when I was 21, I had no fucking clue. Exactly. I was doing, you know, and you, but you learn, you learn. And exactly. That's, 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 you know, I had that's like the experience of life. That's like when experience. I was, when I was 24, I had like my first, like really, I won't say serious, but like, okay, like this is like, this is it. Yeah. This is, this yeah. is the, the seeds that would plant to something serious. And, you know, it went various ways, but you learn. And especially when I was doing my Ubering, when I was in Jersey, by myself and only really knew Sam and his brother 
you you have those thoughts like what am i doing here driving should i have put more effort with this relationship at the time enough but that stuff will keep you up at night and you really can't think that way you have to learn it as a solid example and i learned that and whenever that special one comes in my life you're more prepared than ever and you won't learn won't you you learn and you, to and not you mess know it you'll up. be appreciative of it. Yeah, right. You'll be appreciative of it. You'll know it. And I think now too, like I, I've, I, I know way, I, I know too much now. Like where yeah, I'm right. at in my life, with, with especially with this stuff, I'm just like, people come to me for like relationship advice or like, like all this stuff, and I'm like, yo, I, I don't have any of my shit together. And right. it's like you're, you're coming to me, and I'm like, if only I could be this like level-headed when I was in this, in when I'm in this predicament, because I never am. But it is what it is. It'll work out. It always does. And uh, right, it always does. Just, yeah, and like always, just you know, believe in yourself again, and and don't kick yourself when it doesn't putting, work. And that puts so much stress on, stress on it because I always have. I put so much pressure on, um, on the the idea and the thing of being with somebody. Right, instead of when you do that. I've realized myself personally, I don't know if people can relate to it, but it's like, I sometimes then struggle to enjoy the moment. Enjoy, like, like you're so worried about losing it that you forgot that you fucking had it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's like, like, no man, just like, enjoy it. Like have fun. It's, it's, you know, you, you got each other and enjoy life. Like, it all pin out. It takes two to tango. So that's right. And they know, will help. They will help make it easy for you if they steps. like you enough. Yeah. 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 They will make it easy for you if they like you enough. So it's going to be all right. Yep. Yes, sir. Yo, Cass, just one more thing before we sign up. Just the last few minutes. I want to dedicate, <laughs> even though only nine people know about this, that the Chubba Army. Ours, the Chubba Army, a lot of fun. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I fucking <laughs> hate all of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, the Chubba Army is the group chat, is the sports group chat, me and Kazin. We started as a fantasy baseball chat. And yeah. I think I learned so much from that damn chat. One, I learned a group chat will stick together. They really care enough to. Dude, that group chat is. <laughs> it's amazing uh, how every single day they talk in it, right? <laughs> dude, every day. Every hour, bro. Like, if I don't check my phone because I have back-to-back meetings in the morning, <laughs> I will have, I'm not kidding, like 175 yep. messages. Mm-hmm. And 171 of them are from Chubb Army. Like, yeah. at like 10 a.m. At 10 a.m. And it's always about the fucking Mets, the Jets, <laughs> the, the how bad the Broncos are. How I need to fucking how my team in Dynasty needs to rebuild. How <laughs> Teddy is overrated. How um what can we talk about Matt Brown today? <laughs> yeah, some of Matt Brown, something with fucking Kevin. Um <laughs> and shout out Wilbur. Wilbur's the fucking man. He's great. I want to meet that dude. He's awesome, man. So Wilbur's the go. I the first time I hung out with Wilbur, funny story. First time I hung out with him. We went grocery shopping together. Can you believe that? And now, and now we golf together. Now we're friends. Oh, yeah, man. We went, yeah, we, we prepared for a Super Bowl party, the last well, Super Bowl. He was like, we walk in to stop and shop. He's like, what do I need? And I go, you follow me right now. Oh, man. Did, was Wilbur in Theta Chi? 
No, no. Wilbur, uh, Wilbur, I believe, went to UMass. So um, the Cheva Army is full of UART, Quinnipiac, and two UMass. And I, I might be mistaken. I believe it's um, Eric, who's the other UMass yeah. hooligan. I'm not sure. <laughs> the others went to to Quinnipiac there. So I think it's like four and four and then two. So it's like 10 ish. So it's you, me, Kevin Jackson. Is there Teddy. anyone? Teddy. How could I fucking forget? Oh, and now plunger. <laughs> the plunger oh, too. Yeah. Six, so that's six when you are. Oh man. Gang. Gang. Right. Then you have Brian Adam, who I think hates me, but I played around with that. Um, um, uh, you have you have Quinn, but he never talks. He's in like Canada or something. Yeah, last right? time I heard of him, he was in Canada. He beat me in the championship last year. Fucked Jamar Chase. Um, I was on a ready. I was on a thirteen game winning streak. Oh, dude! You and thought you had it in the lost. bag. Oh my god! Yeah, of course I did. I was projecting more. Everything was great, and Mike Evans was was questionable, so he barely played. Damian, I had Damian Harris, my flex. And he was questionable, but I think he put up like 28. That week and 18. Then, yeah. And then Jamar Chase had 56 points. And I believe I lost by like 55. Yeah. And I feel like he crushed me. I and, But what's crazy, I have like 150 points and I got killed. So like, <laughs> that's a lot of points, bro. Like I, I put up like 100. I still, I still yeah, got me. I put me. up like 150, 156. And uh, I was this close. <laughs> and I want to win Dynasty so bad. Bro. I believe like, is this this league that's named after me? It is. What <laughs> an honor! The Maddie B League. I'm so honored. We got to get a trophy and put a picture of you like they do in the <laughs> league. And put Maddie B at the bottom. <laughs> well, hey man, anything's possible there. And then yeah, the Quinnipiac is. We said Adam Bryan. I mean that what a you know you definitely know the news of the day from there. Yeah, you keep yeah. And then if you if you send yeah, dude, I don't even need ESPN notifications. Late. No, you really I don't. don't. Even, I don't. I just have that chat, bro. Like like they are more on it than ESPN. Like, Every time, like I see a Schefter tweet, like bam. Uh, like I get I get up with the Donovan Mitchell trade faster Woj. than I do than ESPN. Yeah. Like, before I get the ESPN messages, Brian already put it in there. And then Adam, Teddy, and Kevin already commented on that text. <laughs> already. Like, within a minute, bro. Within a minute. And then Kevin will put something in, like, two days late. And everyone <laughs> just, like, ah, roasts you, so, you suck. You suck. You <laughs> yeah, suck. You yeah. suck. <laughs> Dude, that, that, chat, that chat is, like, it could be, a modern study. Bro, you gotta you study. study, bro. That's facts, bro. That you can study so how a group facts. chat works. You gotta study, dude. If if you if you have sensitive skin, there you, you can't last. Can't, you you won't last an hour. I mean, bro, people will light you up. I, I mean, bro, I know that. Oh my, much the Broncos suck in that chat. It's like a thing now. Like Teddy put like a special needs person. Like with like yeah. saying how bad the Broncos were today, like that is so messed up. Yeah, like come on, bro, you don't need to do that to express it. It's just football. I, mean, I was sad enough. 
Then we have we have we have um then we have one guy when when a player he doesn't like does bad he wishes death upon him. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Oh, I, I, dude, oh. the, dude, the like the Mets lose a game. The Met, no, they the don't Yankees. even lose. They're the yeah, like the Mets oh, will for be this down year. in the for this year. The Mets will be down in the seventh inning, and you'll see Adam go. Mets season's over. <laughs> I want Jacob Degrom <laughs> gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The glass boy, get him out of here. Uh, and, and, and people like laugh at it or like yeah. emphasize it. And then you've got people like, fuck you, Adam. Like, bro, oh. people are, it's like a modern warfare to game chat. It is. And it's, it, it, I'd like to play yeah. the heel in that since I like pretty much all the opposite teams. And I, and people. Yeah, you do. Yeah, whether, you do. I pretty and I never take it any seriously. And I don't think Adam legit hates me. It's just funny. Every single time I could write it today was a nice day. Shut the hell up. <laughs> no, it's that that group chat. Everyone is a bully. Everyone is a witness. Yeah, and right? everyone is a victim. Like, like everybody, bro. Like, I mean, I've roasted pretty much everybody in that chat <laughs> and I've gotten roasted. Oh, I get roasted all the time. And I just have, (laughs) you got to just take it. That's why I just have some fun. And that's why I do the dumbest, silliest things. And I assume they catch on or some, the way they answer, they don't. Lately I've been getting tight. I'm like, yo, we lost one game. bro. (laughs) It's week one. It's week one, bro. And we lost by a point. We literally lost by a point. And I'm like, yo, like, come on, man. And and dude, people like, they don't care. Like Teddy (laughs) will literally be like rebuild. (laughs) <laughs> like, I'm like, bro, it is 11 a.m. Like, don't you have work, bro? <laughs> like, I like, I'm, too. <laughs> dude, this is, I'm, I'm like, do these guys work, bro? I'm just, I just can't, bro. I just, I can't. Like, I'll go back to the messages later in the day. I'm like, fuck. Like, 200 missed messages. And then, like you said, that that's that's the true Twitter right there. And yeah, oh man, no. they really they really don't if you, have. If, if you were raised in a household where you were right, or you were never told no, like you're fucking done. Like <laughs> you're, you're, you're done. done. Like like those are special people in that group chat. I gotta say, I hate all of them. Oh, Ralph's the worst. But I, I like, but I, I, I'll challenge, I'll challenge him right now too, like on camera, like Ralph. One of these days, bro. Like when we fucking falling, like yeah. one of these days. Yeah, every, every, he's always like, Cass, like let's fall, bro. You fucking bitch." And I'm like, "Dude, let's go, like, <laughs> you bitch." To, yeah, like has to throw that in there, and I'm like, "Yeah, dude, let's go." Like I'm down, I'm down. Yeah, I hope someday we all. At least uh, we, should each be other do- we should be once. doing retreats, man. We should be doing. It's, it's like, a movie, right? You know. It, oh my god, I know, dude. Like I, I've been saying it. We gotta hit like Mohegan. We gotta go like a golf day. Like I, I mean, I'm this ready. Jack could have so much fun. I'm trying. I'm it's, ready too, dude. I, I've I've I love golf, and I've only played a few times, but I've always liked it as a kid. But those golf outings, I want to show my skills, and I'll be practicing. I'm actually, in the I'm going. I'm going tomorrow. I'm actually going tomorrow. I've been oh, playing man. a lot of golf this year. It's a is lot it of fun. A, is it golf awesome? What it awesome, dude. And I, I always loved it even as a kid and realizing dude, like how really relaxing you could play it the rest of your life, essentially. Yeah. That's the one yeah, sport dude, that keeps your the athlete in you. It's so fun when like like tomorrow. So I've I've been working really hard lately. And like I said, I think I was coming down with a little 
a little coldish thing. Like I, I need to just rest, you know? And I'm yeah. like, you know, I'm going golfing tomorrow. I've been thinking I, I, I really only need to work six hours tomorrow. Cause I'll be at 40 hours by next. I worked such a long week already. There you go. And I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, I'm going to fucking take that time off again, a six pack and I'm hitting the fucking course, baby. That's what I'm like. That's about. like, like, yeah. Like at five o'clock, I'm going to fucking do that shit. Cause I earned it. And like, I'm going to have the best fucking time. I'm going to, I'm going to golf extremely. Okay. Like, like I am no Tiger Woods, but I'm not that like terrible. You're like, you know what I mean? I no, I can't <laughs> drive like him. I can't drive like him, but, uh, it's a good time. Like you said, it's so relaxing when you, when you don't rush and you just like hit the ball and you just get back in the cart and you're like, and it goes straight to doesn't splice when it goes straight. I'm very thrilled. Oh, um, yes. when it does, does not go straight. Um, words will come out of my mouth that I won't say, you know what they say, Kaz golf is the easiest sport to play, but the hardest sport to play. Well, amen. Oh man. Yeah, it is. It is very hard. It is very hard. Well, let's definitely get on the links next summer, spring for sure. 2023. Yeah, for sure, dude. I'd love to. That'd be a lot of fun. Oh yes. Well, Kaz, this was, uh, this was everything and more. I kept you a little longer, but I hope you don't mind that. No, not at all. I think, I think the questions were worth it. I think they were great. And let's uh, do this more often than, than not only in September. To have yeah, you on absolutely. some more when you have some time. And hey, we're growing a following. So I'd like to introduce you more to uh, the great listeners of the Productive Nation for this. I love uh, that. Chubba great. Army, you guys are silly. And um, handsome kings. Handsome kings indeed. And yeah, is there anything else you want to say before we sign off? God bless. God bless indeed. Steve Casalunas, everybody. You're the man. Appreciate you, and I'll see you soon. Love you, dude. Take care, man. Love you too, homie. Peace out. It was a good conversation and productive conversation. Wasn't that real? Wasn't that wholesome? Wasn't that everything you wanted in a true, honest conversation? And we give a lot of praise to Stephen Casalunas for doing a great job during today's episode. Great job, Kaz. Thank you so, so much. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. Don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. Don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdComoPod, or on TikTok at Productive Conversations. And thank you to Alex for all that exclusive content that he's been providing for this show. We're back on Wednesday to review week two of the NFL season. By the time I'm recording this, it's Sunday morning, so the games haven't taken place yet. All I've seen so far is the uh, Thursday night game, which was quite a thriller as predicted in our first edition of Upsets, Whimpers, and Thrillers. So we're going to bring that back this week, of course, and we're going to review the stellar Week two of the NFL season, at least that's what I am predicting. So we're going to be back on Wednesday with all the NFL coverage. Will Hester's back next week. And we have some other great guests ahead like Celeste and Abrar and Omer and Danny Lynch is coming back. And panels on baseball and basketball and everything else going on in this crazy world. We have an incredible fall of content for you coming and beyond that. But until then... 
Have a great start to your week. Don't forget to check in on your friends and family. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. I love each and every single one of you, the greatest fan base in the world, the Productive Nation, and I'll see you on Wednesday. All right, everybody. See you then. Peace. All she needed was some.